0: at home, you are listening once again to Riffs and Scripts. My name is Cole Bryant.
1: My name is Amber Sava. Welcome to another week
0: of Riffs and Scripts. I don't know
1: why I didn't. <laughs> yoga voice. Yes. Welcome, everybody.
0: Welcome, every. Oh, that was, that was great. That, that was, that was the yoga voice. I felt immediately I was on a mat on a hardwood floor
1: in and the sun and in. a lady in
0: stretchy pants.
1: And breathe
0: out. Ah. <sighs> Oh my, my chakras feel so aligned right now. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I've got to say this funny thing. It's it's, it's a nice funny thing. It's a nice funny thing. I, okay, so on my drive home, there's this block of flats right in Oxford. Right. And outside, just past five o'clock, there's a car pulled up, and this is every single day. There's a car pulled up, and there's a transgender transgender lady who's wearing like all this wonderful animal print. Like leopard print and and like like tiger stripes every single day, and yeah. this is aging punk who's always topless, skinny as a rake, covered in tattoos, got an amazing tan and a blue Mohican, and every time I drive past, I think, man, this is like one definitely the future that the liberals want, and two <laughs> definitely the place you want to be on a Friday night. I was like, That's the future like, that I
1: want. I'm okay with that. I was literally, exactly. as you were describing them, I was like, mate, we should go hang out.
0: Yeah, they sound cool as fuck. Like, when I, when I go home, I'm like, oh shit, I better put some cool music on when, when I drive past so that they'll think I'm cool. You know, I'll put some yeah. Ramones on or something. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hello. So, uh, today's very special, Amber, because you have finally hit puberty.
1: Thanks. I love the way <laughs> you say things. I just love it. Do you know what I realised today? I'm waiting for
0: your first growth spurt.
1: Do you know what I Fuck off. <laughs>
0: I thought about that in the car as well
1: prick <laughs> you are I not am. one to, to we're not doing this again <laughs> I, I,
0: i'm so wise. i'm like i'm like six foot eight.
1: Oh, you are so average Minus at least i get to be cute and a bit. <laughs> anyway um i am yeah <laughs> i realized today i can't join the 27 club now even if i became yeah I the was, biggest rock star ever I, it's over i can't do it
0: yeah, when I was when I was 27 and about to hit my 28th birthday, I was like, "Man, like I'm not dead. That's such a shame." Wait, <laughs> hang on, that can't be right. <laughs> what? That means I'm not very good. <laughs> like, that's, that's the law, right? Uh, All the really good ones, you know. You got Kurt, you got Jimmy, you got Amy Winehouse. Got Amy, yeah. oh, bollocks. We
1: clearly just don't party hard enough, Coleridge. Exactly.
0: I can't imagine. Not not, in, not enough drugs, clearly. No. Um, do you know what? Speaking on the subject of height this is gonna sound weird but for the second or third time i've had advertised to me on my social medias these shoes that increase your height by 2.4 inches yeah and they're I'm, called I'm wondering heels, if but okay <laughs> yeah no no but they're like trainers that yeah. like so that you can pretend like a that stacked. you're taller than you are and i'm just wondering like how are they working out my height just from my what how are they working this out? Oh, what From as in Zuckerberg? like your
1: online ads? Yeah, no, they're watching yeah, us how always. Are they doing that? No, they really are watching I us mean, at I, all times. time. I order
0: like small shirts and stuff, I guess, and my trousers aren't big, so I don't know, man. It creeps me out. It creeps me out. Anyway, well,
1: yeah, it was your birthday. The reason, it was your yeah. birthday, Coleman. It was my birthday yesterday. As of the time of recording, it was lovely. The post you put up really made me laugh. You said something oh, like, did it. "May your goats be fertile," and I was like, "Is this yeah, racist?" Yeah. I'm not sure. No, that's like oh
0: god, am I? Oh, typical. The Greek cold. goat
1: is very Being much a thing.
0: accidentally racist once again. It's
1: okay. Um, Kitty actually to. responded to it. That was a general
0: it. thing that I like to say. I know,
1: babe. Kitty responded to it like you've ruined, you've put all my birthday messages to shame. <laughs> she's always, ha- she's always taken a lot of pride in birthday posts so like we were like the teenage best friends we love each other so much yeah and like literally it used to be like a competition at midnight to send the first birthday post on facebook that's what we were like and if a boyfriend or a girlfriend or just anyone else beat us to it we were livid
0: (laughs) (laughs) just a reminder everyone that's uh kitty underhill
1: underhill yep from underhill
0: who is really fucking cool we did an interview with her um ages ago um, she's a really cool kind of body positivity um, model and posts really interesting shit all the time. And just all round
1: legend. And she also has got a yeah. magnificent ass.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying anything, but yes.
1: Oh, that thing should have its own gravitational pull. <laughs> it probably does. And all you have to do is go to her Instagram and you'll and you'll you'll see its glory. Like she's so check mm, it stunning.
0: donk. So- <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, should we get on topic? So this week, uh, we're, we we realised we haven't done a day jobs episode in ages. And actually, when we did yeah, yeah. our bartending slash working in restaurants episode, I got a lot of messages about it. So um, we're going to go on to another very common day job for um, artists. Um, Which is one we've both done. We've both done and we are definitely not the only ones. And today we're going to yeah. talk about working in Admin yeah it's like the opposite of everything we love and yet we do it
0: <laughs> yeah I, do you know do you know what go do you on know what i mean yes yeah, so, so so last year was very strenuous for me because i was doing non-stop admin yeah. Band admin is also a thing you oh know, for I've sure, for a sure. Shit ton of that um but today we are recording about an hour later than we would usually record um, or maybe maybe 45 minutes, because I was late from my admin job, which I do part-time to support all the things I do. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about that, actually, because um, the reason I was late was something that I find really positive about my admin job. Um, not being late, of course, but one thing that I actually like to do, um, uh, outside of having rambunctious opinions, is to help out people who are a bit lost and need some help. So um, I received a phone call today... Very late in the day. Uh, I work for the NHS um, and uh, I'm not going to reveal too much about what I do, obviously, but I, uh, a lot of the patients that uh, in my current service, we, we see old people, pe- elderly people, people in their seventies, eighties and nineties even. Um, and obviously they have partners who want to check up on what they're doing and, and do, do, do. so I had an older lady uh, ring me today and I helped her out and reassured her about some things and, told her actually in simple language what was happening. And for me that's a really great thing about me working in an admin job in the NHS is that I'm the point of contact for people and I know how to handle people and I'm mm. kind of I'm glad that I'm the point of contact rather than someone who's not quite as nice. Oh <laughs> you know? mate. I um, totally
1: agree. And I had a similar thing and I have been my my phone voice has been hailed so I one of my many admin jobs uh that I did right up until quite a decent way through the pandemic was um for a writing company and I started off there as like helping the office manager and then I then became the office manager and this that, like, the other but even when I was new just my little oh hello like just listening to me on the phone all the all the writers all the other people in the office were just like shit your phone voice is good
0: like you know I, I mean I'm not gonna brag but I mean I'm just saying, I've got an. Okay you think you have a better phone voice? I mean, I mean you're, than you're, me. an, you're, 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 you know, a professional actor. I get it. But mine, mine's, you know, it's okay. It's <laughs> I get there, it. You know. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Riffs and Scripts. Cole speaking. How can I help you?
1: That's very there good, go. actually. No, that That's is a very bad. good. Well done.
0: Sim, very good phone thank voice. You. Um, thank you. I'm going to add more applause in uh, there Let me have a go. Edit, All
1: right, okay. As if, the, as if our company is Riffs and Scripts and we're working in the yeah. office. Okay. <clears throat> Mm. okay
0: <laughs> every phone call that's like like if you're ringing up if oh they have like to wait rings, while i warm that's what up doing. yeah
1: uh hello riffs and scripts amber speaking
0: um hi i'm here to make a complaint um <laughs> uh i was listening to your podcast recently and yes. um a man named carl yes or kyle or paul <laughs> um said something that really offended me oh and um Yeah, he said that people who ring into podcasts and leave negative comments (laughs) are cunts, and I would like to um, just iterate that I am not, in fact, a cunt. Uh, That's a really derogatory statement. You're sincerely a cunt.
1: Well, um, well, Mr. A-Cunt, um, it, I think you'll find that our podcast is listed as explicit, meaning there I are just... some adult humours um, within the podcast. And if that's too much for you, no one's fucking forcing you to hit play, are they? <laughs> Go read a book. <laughs>
0: I love that people at home will think that we've received loads of negative we comments. We really haven't. And that we're like we, just... out of them. we haven't received anything. <sighs> oh
1: no, we've we've had a few. I've been when you slam off drummers, man. no, no, nah. We've had <sighs> I'm a friend up. of mine who's a drummer messaged me out of nowhere and just went, "Your boy feels attacked." <laughs> but what can you do? Um,
0: oh, we're drummers pretending they're people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. We've we get, already we taught so much shit and we've not really gotten into what it's like working yeah, yeah, yeah. in admin. So, so, Amber,
0: Amber, what's so, your I've talked a bit about my experience of admin and why I I one part of the job at least I like. What what yeah. do you enjoy about admin? What do you hate about admin?
1: Do you know one thing I really enjoy about when I've done admin jobs is I get to like let go of the really playful side of myself that I love, don't get me wrong, but if you just think about the fact that when i've not been working in admin or customer service but when i've not been working in admin i'm either in a rehearsal room wearing leggings and we're all talking about our feelings and like playing zip zap boing or i'm working with kids playing zip zap boing so when i was like an office manager it was quite nice to put on my executive realness outfit (laughs) And like, you know, wear (laughs) wear a nice shirt and some smart trousers and head into an office and just be kind of having slightly more adult conversations. And just to, it was just nice to give me a break from the kind of energy that is required to either perform or rehearse or work with kids. So that's definitely something I've enjoyed. Um, Just, yeah, just leaving that little world for a day or two a week and just be sat at a desk handling sales, handling just... Kind of quite easy jobs. I don't mean that harshly, but the reason so many actors work in admin or so many people first starting out working in admin is, is you can start at the bottom and learn as you go and work your way up. And yeah, I just mm. think I enjoyed the the change in atmosphere compared to a lot of other stuff I did. I enjoyed, you know, going for lunch with my colleagues and, you know, that, that side of it was fun. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think similarly to you, I'm very good at being a point of contact for lots of different mm. people that's actually been one of the main parts of my job as a producer but when you're when you are the one answering the phone or when you are the one um, in one of my jobs I actually would delegate work to the writers and you had that meant you had to know the writers know what they were good at and bad at know what their schedules were know their like flair and their personalities and yeah. pair them up with the the best with the client pair the client up with the writer best suited to the job so yeah being mm. that like middle point of contact and kind of getting to know everyone in, in their own little ways. That's a really nice part of it, for sure.
0: And those are all transitional skills as well, you know. Absolutely. I've used oh my god. So many yeah. of those those things uh that I've learned from uh, I mean even from working, you know, as in hospitality and things. I've used all those kind of the way, ways of dealing with people in all aspects of my life and yeah. very much in band stuff yeah. happens all the time. Um it's funny you said about, you know, the people that you you see you hang out with because that can kind of radically change your attitude to your job and you know i think the main reason people quit jobs is really because of the managers and the kind of work culture yeah yeah more than the actual job
1: or even the pay i
0: i i'm now i mean you'll see right now amber i've just got home from work and what am i wearing a jurassic Mm -hmm. park t-shirt um and that's because i currently have a cool boss which is oh my god it's so refreshing
1: yeah
0: like i don't even have to teach you how to copy and paste isn't that handy? Bloody hell. Um, tells me, tells you a little bit about my last one. <laughs> there's uh, a m-
1: the, sorry, quick. <laughs> there's a moment in new girl that I find really funny when a character is trying to apply for a new job and he's a nanny and this like seven year old kid has read his CV and it goes, it's 2016. Typing is not a special skill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. There was a when time was, where that was like was, impressive.
1: Yeah. Now it's utterly expected more than handwriting.
0: When I was eighteen, that's what you put on um put on a CV.
1: Right, let's get into the fun bit. What pisses you off about working in admin?
0: Oh, fucking out useless cunts. <laughs> um, useless, there he is, everyone. Useless, useless cunts who are uh, no, 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 no. Actually, no. It's not. It's not necessarily useless cunts because I actually quite like helping people out. I don't if mind. Someone that. Just needs useless help, cunts who are bit, paid yeah. like five times your salary to be useless cunts. Okay, that's awful. But worse than that are people who are like a similar level to you or a little bit higher who go out of their way to be fucking awful people. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a guy, I don't mind fucking saying, the guy my where I used to work in urgent care um i'm just like why the fuck have you not been fired we've all been like what, what why has this guy not been fired for the last like two years i was in <laughs> and, urgent care last week and, by the way uh, i didn't tell you why are you yeah oh my god what happened to you oh it
1: turned out to be fine basically i don't i think it's a stress thing but um i got this it's happened before i got this like swelling and i wasn't sure I'm if sure. it was ear jaw gland but it was like right up in there and it was like pressing against my jaw it was really hurting um and i called the non-emergency number but because it, yeah. there were big there were big alarm bells going because it was like a swelling or like you know a lump you know yeah, yeah you yeah. know if they hear lump they're like you need to you need to fucking yeah and not
0: just right. like a little thing that comes up when you're a bit and Ill, this like is the thing lump. i know
1: where i know where that one is yeah those ones
0: under there. it yeah. wasn't
1: those ones it was like it was really tough you know the little nook behind your ear oh like it was in there so yeah it was the combination of some like a lump and the fact that it's on my head made them go we'd like you to go to urgent care <laughs> <laughs> do you know where the nearest one is i was like yes um great i've got you a booking for in an hour no do you know what no joke <clears throat> second doctor i've seen about this both doctors have no fucking idea what it is Mm. but they've but both times i've had antibiotics and it's worked so i think it genuinely it might be a stress thing it might be dehydration it might be my body fighting something i i don't know but yeah i was in urgent care last week
0: it's a tiny version of you (laughs) who's like incubating (laughs) in this little (laughs) mother free me from this lamp
1: you're in a particularly it's, it's a fucking, weird mood today
0: i am i am and i think it's benefiting the podcast immensely um <laughs> and maybe it's like an excellent thespian that's hiding inside your glands <laughs> i i do you know, yeah working with people um in in those office environments is nice uh unfortunately that's not what fucking happened to me because yeah. every fucker went home yeah um we've talked about this before is that i was basically kind of the last one standing and 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 Answered all the phones and did all the PPE stuff in my last job, and I was working myself to the absolute balls to the wall. Yeah, and then uh, got kind of fucked over at the end of it. But um, I did meet one person, uh, my good friend Meg, who is going to have a baby in the next two weeks. So um, shout out to you, Meg, if you're listening. You're a legend. Um, Oh, she thinks you're fit, by the way, Amber.
1: Oh, thanks, Meg. Nice. Oh, good Uh, to know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll send. I'll send her this. We can send her a little clip of this. (laughs)
1: Lovely to hear from you, Meg. Which voice would you like?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that (laughs) nuts? Anyway, so Meg's, Meg's cool to shit. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to actually have people that you hang out with who are like an approximate same age. Oh, to you the work they're...
1: ally. The work ally. No, the this work is ally true in any who job. We can bitch with. But the work ally means everything. I think I told you about this when we did restaurant work. But my work yeah, ally yeah, yeah. was called Megan. And she would aggressively slam chocolate in front of me, which she was like, because she saw the booking. She'd be like, today's going to fucking suck. She wouldn't actually swear. She was actually very sweet. But she'd be like, this is going to suck. And just slam a chocolate bar and look at me like, you're going to get through this. <laughs>
0: Boom. <laughs> the oh, work ally
1: means everything oh my gosh sorry S- go on M-
0: megan was getting a subway at the subway that we used to go to yeah where i used to work and uh, um she she whatsapped me saying mate i'm really sorry but i'm getting a subway without you i feel like i'm cheating or something and I was like, wait, you're at the subway in Abingdon. She was like, yeah. I was just like, Turn around. I'm, ov- I'm <laughs> over the road in the gym. <laughs> so, uh, I Fuck wandered this road machine. I'm
1: getting a meatball sub. <laughs>
0: yeah, I literally got, I finished what I was doing. And then, and then I'd literally only just got in there. So I went down, did a one machine, did three sets on one machine. And then, then she texted me and, and we went over in it and uh, she had a subway and we hung out. And um, she's about to poo out a sproglet. So isn't that nice?
1: Oh, oh, Cole. <laughs> you such a excited. way with words.
0: I, you know, I'm, sometimes my brilliance astounds even me. (laughs) Oh my God.
1: Um, (laughs) We were talking about really condescending people as well in admin. Do you know what really annoys me is when, and again, this isn't just with admin, but I had it a lot, is when it's like, oh yeah, with with your spare time, you know, that passive aggression, like how much have you actually done today kind of thing. And I had it where in one particular job. I've done admin across so many different companies over the years um, that we have a booking system where the details of all our clients get kept. It's very secure, but also you can update it. Um, you can see if they've paid or not, you know, all of these things. Um, and my boss wanted to, yeah, introduce like a kind, kind of quarterly reports, yeah. which I was happy to do, but he was expecting me in my spare time so in in between all the, the normal jobs, to individually go through, because we also had a backup, Matt. we would hand write at least the name of any new client and how mm. to reach them, just in case our whole booking system. Yeah, like. of course, yeah. So he wanted me to go through three months of that, individually type it up. Uh, and and make a report individually and see what happened and if it made a sale if it didn't and work out like a percent he want he really wanted like the numbers
0: a percentage but
1: and so i was like okay i can do this is there a way that i can extract like the initial information from our system like can i can i find out how to put into the system between these between these dates give me the details of all the the new clients and he was like he, I think that he didn't like the thought of me having to waste time in quotation marks learning how to do that. He was like, "Can't you just do it from the backup book?" And I was like, "I can, but if you want me to individually type all of that out, that is easily three day office days of work. Like I would, yeah, yeah. I, you'll need to book book another person to come in yeah. to be on the phones while I do that." And I'm happy to do that. But
0: half a day to do it digitally, then I was like, I'm happy to do that
1: if you're happy to pay me for that time. And he was like, No, find out a way to extract it. It's just like
0: lovely. uh,
1: It's just I don't know if it's just the corporate world in general, but there just seems to be this expectation to just pull something out your ass in half an hour yeah. Big, and, and and i hate the passive aggression of in your spare time especially because let's talk about this because there are days we've all had them where like the phone doesn't fucking stop ringing yeah, yeah. and the emails just keep coming in and you're really on the back foot and you're staying late and you're ex- and you're taking 10 minute lunch breaks to try and keep on top of it and you never really get rewarded for that no, and then do. when things do dip a little bit say maybe it's a time of year where a lot of people are way it's not the season for whatever it is you're working on and then it's like well why are you here what am i paying you for and it's like do you know what maybe if it's okay for there to be like two or three weeks where my lunch is 15 minutes maybe we can have two or three weeks where i get the full hour without your condensation condensation
0: without <laughs> Cond- your precipitation condescension. without hail. <laughs> you see my point
1: you see my point exactly
0: no no i totally understand like, i um <sighs> there's there's certain problems that i found being a millennial who's come yeah. up as technology has really changed that radically in the digital age you know we 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 remember everything being vhs and only really and having to do written forms you know and now we've bit grown up being technologically literate i think we're really the first generation to do that as we aged like yeah. became adults, and so there has been a problem I've seen multiple times where people who, in my admin jobs at the NHS, who have been way high up and have not had like, if if someone had come in for an interview for a bottom rung job and had had that level of computer use, I couldn't have given them the job. Yeah, yeah, I mean? I'm with you. Like I've I've taught people how to copy and paste, um, and I've uh I've set people up, and there's things like GPs, like GPs are. Brilliant at knowing what's wrong with you, okay? Like what their job Literally is their job. is like Frontline they they work. they know they they take a long fucking time getting taught how to do it, and they know exactly how to do it. But Jesus Christ, I don't trust them with a laptop. I really don't. <laughs> I I one of my jobs was setting up GPS um with laptops for COVID so that they could work from home because a lot of GPS had to work from home because they were older GPs or mm. they had diabetes or, mm. or, or or some other kind of immunization problem yeah. you know um something that was uh, a comorbid morbidity they call it with 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 deaths and covid right so they were at risk mm. so um i was setting those people up with laptops and man that was fucking hard but it was one of the things that i enjoyed so so i love being given a problem and said Carl, can you just fucking solve this please I'm because I, I, I'm good at that shit, and I enjoy that shit. Yeah. And so one of my things was, Cole, you have to set up 30 GPS with a laptop. You have to make sure they know how to fucking use it, and you have to sit them down and, and sort them out and work out how to sort it out. And we don't know the process. Can you just fix this? And so part of my job was getting loads of GPS and sit them down with a laptop, show them the basic functions of everything they needed to do, and all our calls had to be recorded, right? So I was teaching them how to do all that stuff, you know. And um, uh, so there's there's that side of it. But yeah, there is this other side whereas there are machinations of the NHS of uh, kind of uh, processes that really need to be updated because they were put in place by people who are from a different time Mm. and are brilliant at different things, Mm. you know, um, but aren't necessarily so, uh, you know, great with computers. And, you know, a a huge part of that, there there was a particular GP who I knew, who needed me to help connect him to his own Wi-Fi at home, right? So, uh, he would ring me up, he'd totally forget my name, thanks, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'd help him set up his computer, I'd talk him through everything, I'd send him files that I'd put together of, like, help me files and stuff. Ha- so, he he didn't know fuck all about computers, he knew fucking loads of stuff about helping ill people, and he knew how to take apart an engine and put it back together in a week, right? You know, he he was this really interesting person, and yet, there are so many elements there that gaps. people are just so behind like, on.
1: Like, intelligence is subjective and I can feel you, you trying to walk on eggshells around what you're saying and I really don't think you need to. Like, hmm. you can be an incredible academic and not know how to change a tire. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. You can be an incredible medic because of the years of experience and training behind you. And if you've never needed, you don't work in it. You're a fucking GP. Like that's fine. Yeah, but exactly. it's clearly just a bit of a gap <laughs> that yeah. you, that you had and to it, fill it, when an you know unexpected situation fucked shit up for everyone.
0: You know, it was fucking mad. Yeah. And uh, everyone rose up to the challenge and, uh, you know, um, People most recently have been like, "Why are we clapping the NHS and stuff?" And you know, people, people, a lot of the nurses were like, "I don't want claps. I want a fucking pay rise, right?" Yeah. Uh, or don't clap. Enough. Just
1: stay the fuck home. Like when it was but, lockdown. You
0: know, now people are like, "Oh well, they weren't doing that much after all. They were just doing their jobs. They were supposed to be doing that. I was just like, "Bitch, fucking please!" Like, <laughs> like all, all, all these, all these, all these people were working their fucking balls off during I a global. I could hear global you play. say, "Bitch, please!"
1: Every day for the rest of my life. <laughs>
0: Anyway, like, so um, no, big please. up to all those GPs, even if they had no idea how to use Excel. Hey, their um, inability to use Excel better. gave you a job. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh my God, Amber. It's, it's like a good thing that I wasn't higher up because I wouldn't have had a fucking job because I would have just automated my entire job. But anyway. <laughs> um...
1: <laughs> Do you know what? On what you're saying, actually, I'll add to it. I remember one of my admin jobs was in recruitment. Um, it was interesting because this recruitment company one big section of it was a temp agency so a big part of my job was interviewing cv screening employing and again allocating um young a lot of young people really but yeah the right people to the right thing and i i cannot tell you the level of work that went into just trying to idiot proof things like i know it was part of my job every night before i went home to individually whatsapp from the company phone anyone on shift the next day to be like your shift starts at 10 o'clock you are at that like i don't i can't i'm not allowed to say like brands and clients but like you might be working for a chain where there's one in um, Central London There's one in um, Shoreditch or, Do you know what I mean You'd be doing that So I'd be like You're at this one You're at that address At 10 o'clock Show up for fucking your be shift be there Yeah no but every night I had to do that And you would still be surprised How really? often shit went wrong One girl Went for a shift And she was great We she'd, she'd always had Amazing glowing Pro feedback And I don't know If she just like Forgot her smart trousers And was gonna change And left them Or if she was just too inexperienced to realize that it just wasn't okay she showed up in like proper little summery like denim hot pants for quite a yeah but for a job where the uniform was like black trousers and a shirt (laughs) do you know what i mean like look there's a time and a place to be wearing like casual this was not one of them this was a very high end first
0: day at your Uh, new job (laughs) <laughs>
1: may like it was ins- there were times Crazy, we would we were interviewing people and we would we and i'm I'm sorry to say this but some people did get a not not completely rejected but it was a massive red flag if they showed up with for an interview with us badly presented now that's not yeah, me yeah, saying that's not me saying change your hair shave your beard wear a full suit i'm not saying any of that but what clean you, clothes clean clothes relatively smart look like you care That's what it is. And also, especially working in recruitment, because the way that you're showing up for me right now is how you're going to show up on the jobs I send you to. Like, but yeah, the, the level of idiot proofing, especially because, and I say this with, I think this is a really good thing. And I would like to give a bit of advice on this. I've, um, temp agencies are really great you know when you're first trying to get a job and you might not be 18 yet so you can't work in restaurants yet without just having to wash dishes or everyone's telling you you don't have enough experience and things like that temp agencies are a really, really, really good place to start. And I wish I knew that when I was 17 because Mm. the agency wants you to do well, um, but also sometimes the agency needs a lot of numbers because that's part Mm -hmm. of their job is to have people ready in case a client calls us up and goes, one of my staff has called in sick. Can you send someone today? So- it's a great way to get you work but with like a kind of fairy godmother character going right make sure that you do mm. this and it'll make them really happy if you do that and if you get there that get there that little bit early babe or mm. though you know someone to just have your back kind of because yeah. they want you to do well and they know their clients so you can build up you can earn money it's quite flexible so a lot of our um a lot of our candidates is the word were like young were students they were like well i'm away for uni but i'll be back over christmas we'd be like great yeah, yeah. we have loads of work over christmas things like that so you can have a certain level of flexibility you can have some certain level of guaranteed work and you have someone helping you get the work and meet meet the people and loads of people would then get hired permanently by the yeah. client they go yes. oh my gosh yeah, yeah. they're a part of the family now we and want them full time like you know,
0: it's so much better for your cv you know like it's I, just a great I, I place really, to start I, is what i'm saying i really wish i'd done temping straight from school because i went to cafes and i'll be honest like you know it doesn't look amazing on your cv when you've done a barista work for five years or whatever it is i did you know like it would have been way better if i'd been sat in an office for that time and then worked my way up through an office after i, I you know i mean i if guess you can so. string an email together you know like I, I would have worked my way up somewhere whereas in in you know that job it was kind of flat and but unless again... i wanted to be
1: if that job was happy to have you back over and over again, that's a really nice thing to see on TV. Exactly, yeah. Oh, you guys, I know this has become recruitment, Amber. If you speak any <laughs> other languages, put it on your CV. It's so valuable. It's so valuable. We had brands, clients that
0: people will throw money at you for that shit as that well.
1: had like a clientele from certain cultures and if someone could speak the language of that we were like yes get them in there a. you don't understand what a great skill it is even if you are just getting like an admin job but you never know if you say oh I'm fluent in Spanish and you're working for a company that might have overseas clients like it's so good put that on your CV anyway I'm sorry I don't want
0: to hire the shit out of you I'm going
1: to stop going on about recruitment now but yeah that was what oh. that was one of my admin jobs and it was a lot anyway, of scheduling so if you're and young like
0: between the age of 17 and 25 and you're looking to get a temp agency job please join us at riffs and scripts <laughs> temps
1: <laughs> we can't afford that we don't pay ourselves
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm drinking water it's all i can afford
1: <laughs> but yeah um a lot i sorry that was a big tangent i went on
0: (laughs) but the amount of idiot
1: proofing is where we started the amount of things you have to do to just make sure that people just follow instructions is insane
0: i did um even though my last job was way like they were dumping way more shit Uh, you know advice to people in your working lives you know don't let them just dump endless shit on you when you know what your job is for Mm. i mean part of part of the reason why that happened to me was because they didn't really tell me what my job was and i kind of became general dog's body because i was the only person in the office i was just like as soon as everyone else went it was just like email 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 mm, all mm. the time like I, I would get 50 emails a day on top of the the boring stuff i should have been doing and to yeah. be honest part of the problem was that they didn't fucking train me properly when i started oh. you know my current department i've gone in they've said your your responsibility is doing this, basically handling this email inbox, making sure people are all right on the phones. A lot of old people are going to ring you, and you're going to want to help. Them, need to help them out. Um, take a bit of initiative with things. If you see something wrong, fix it. There you go. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. Like they they told me that in like my first day, my first couple of days. You know, whereas in my last job, it was three months. I worked it out. It was three months before they actually showed me the shit I should have been doing yeah. because they were just being
1: lazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had and, one um, where oh, it's a nightmare. I went for the interview and I did leave a lot of time for that interview but I had to go teach in the afternoon but I had I left like 2 hours to be there now you shouldn't have to be there for longer than that for an interview let's be honest and no joke the boss straight up said to me um it, I I, I I'm going to paraphrase, but he was quite blunt about it. It would be a waste of money to pay you for a shift where we're training you, was basically what he said. Christ. He was like, I don't want to have to pay for a shift where you're not actually working, you're, you're being trained, which is not really okay. And he asked if I would stay that day for free and just shadow and just watch Man. another person. And I'm being very careful not to give away any specifics. But, and I said, no, I was like, I'm really sorry. I left this much time to be here, which because under I was under the impression it's an interview and then I have to leave. And also I still got the job, by the way. So like, yeah. you gotta be, yeah, you have got to be careful, man. I think what's interesting as an actor, because, because actor exploitation has been taken so far it now there are very strict rules on um how actors do and don't get treated there are if you're on an equity contract equity is the actors union they they check that you're getting paid not just a minimum wage a minimum wage plus the amount of holiday pay you would make Mm. if you were employed so the minimum wage for the union for actors is actually like just under 10 pounds an hour because it's mm. minimum wage plus a bit towards holiday. Um, and they they come and visit rehearsals and they make sure actors are being given enough breaks and they are ready mm. to legally step in. And Gosh. it's because of how far it's gone. But what I think what's quite interesting is I don't think that other industries have got that level of safeguarding and admin it's definitely watching. doesn't
0: one of the best things about uh working in the nhs and i will say it to people um if you want to you know nhs i think wherever you live they pretty much have um their own uh kind of temp agency somewhere um the one for me is called staffing solutions in oxfordshire and um i get paid basically i don't get holiday right because i of of the nature of the work that i do Mm -hmm. but i get paid the equivalent on top of my what should be the so they have different bands so i'm on on, on a certain band but i get paid on top of that you know what it's like compensation for holiday so you don't get paid for having time off but
1: you i do get paid
0: more than i would usually get which is actually you know it's a good thing freelancers Um, do
1: that a lot a lot of freelance invoices say this is my rate but i will be adding a holiday pay to the invoice like a exactly
0: um And if you get, I mean, honestly, you know, doing the the internal temp stuff at the NHS is just a way to get a permanent job there anyway, to be honest, for a lot of people. Temp to perm Um, is
1: a thing. Temp to perm is definitely a thing.
0: Temp Uh, to perm. More hair advice from Riffs and Scripts.
1: (laughs) No, that was that was what we called it because because we worked in recruitment, just little industry insight. They they had to pay us a fee for taking our candidate away from us. So there was something (laughs) called attempt to perm contract, where it's like, right, initially, you were paying us, we were paying them, they were our employee, you want to employ them full time. That's amazing. That benefits everyone. But there is like a, there's a there's like, I don't know if I can't remember all the details. That was a little bit above my Authority level, but there is a you oh, do oh. create some kind of contract and some kind of compensation because you're taking hmm. someone's staff member away. So, yeah. um, but it is still really beneficial. I will say yeah, absolutely on the safeguarding topic, though. And I'll say which job this was. Um, this was the the marketing job, the one where I spoke to Tim Rice on the phone. Um, oh yeah. The, and again, Hello, I told Tim you, o- open plan office, people could hear each other. Um, they really looked after me. I was like the nineteen year old intern. Who, who everyone, we got on really well, but I was obviously the youngest, least experienced, just trying to help out everyone as best I could. Um, there was a time where someone called and basically they wanted to speak to the head of the company, who's in a different room, obviously, has her own office. Um, and I said, I'm really sorry, she's on a conference call right now. And they said, no, I'm supposed to be on that conference call. Now I didn't have the authority, even like on my desk, I did not have a button that could make them go into that call. That's not within my power. So I was like, oh, here's what you need to do. You need to call us back, but with like an extension number. Yeah, yeah. And that will get you straight, straight in and she can log you in. And this person was just really, really offensive and really like, I don't know. They just, Um, they just. Had an issue with me saying I can't do that, but here's here's how you do that, and they were yeah, like, yeah. no, 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 you do. I can't. It was just a weird thing. Now yeah, at this stage, like most of my work had been in customer service, where you're just told to accept abuse of people. Um yep. not okay. Needs to change. Anyway, um, and yeah, I, I felt really flustered, and I ended up hanging up and this at like, the other, and we and we ended up dealing with it. And then, and bless her, the girl who who did what I'm about to say was actually the one who who didn't recommend got me the job she wasn't a friend but she was my first contact at the company yeah yeah, you know what i mean she was like hey i found this person here's their cv they want to apply um she overheard just my end of the phone call and she was like amber are you okay and i was like yeah uh, this happened and i talked her through it like almost word for word and she just looked at me and she went hun she didn't call me hun that's condescending she said amber that is not all right.
0: Chummy pants. And yeah, yeah.
1: Nothing face. But she looked at me and was like, that's not okay. And I was like, okay, well, I, I'm fine. Don't worry. And then later on, I'm on the phone. The fucking head of the company walks in and she stood next to Blimey. my desk, clearly waiting to talk to me. But I can't exactly just hang up on one of her clients. Like, what's up? So I, I'm looking at her like, I'm just going to finish this call. So, and then she walked away. And so I emailed her like, so sorry about that. How can I help? And she replied going, I just wanted to make sure that person wasn't rude to you because she just she just wasn't going to have it. She was like, you don't call my company and get my young intern who's just doing her job and have a go at her. And she just wasn't going to have it. So there are there are good eggs out there. It was very nice. I had a great time at that job because it came with. Fun perks. So like on my last day, they took me out for lunch. There was the whole card and it was a nice lunch. It was, "Mm, I got lobster. I was like spoiled. It was lovely. (laughs) And so it's a theatre marketing agency, and they, um, while well, uh, while I was working there, uh, got a contract with Lion King. So we all got taken nice. to see Lion King. <laughs> Love it. And Amazing. they were the good seats. They were like the press seats. The I was like, mm. speaking of, also got given tickets to see Chorus Line while I was there. The press department came up to me and went, "Hey Amber, we have these tickets put aside, and no one's using them. Do you want to go see Chorus Line tonight?" I was like, "Yep, thanks very much." <laughs> so there was a lot of fun this if you're going to do admin jobs do it in the industry that you like because then when fun things like that happen y- like you enjoy it do you see what i mean it relates yeah, absolutely. to yeah but no that was a really nice company to work for
0: benefits that'd be great right do you know what, one of the cool things is I, I work on one of the one of the busiest spots in oxford so if i wanted to have a really fucking nice dinner after work i could just walk there yeah um which is is, is really cool um for me at least but, um, you know, admins, it's 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 boring, right? It's, yeah. Like, it's really fucking boring. And I'll be honest, like, I, I was chatting to Nate about this, and he was like, you know, at my job, you know, I... He said this, that he gets to, you know, sit and he, it's boring enough that he can kind of think of riffs and things and work things out in his head and like, mm. Mm, what about plans for doing this, plans for doing this? I can't really do that in admin because your brain is actually engaged with something, yeah. even if the thing that you're doing is kind of boring and tedious, you know? Yeah, yeah. like uh so unfortunately for me i don't have the room to be creative and my brain is being active and it means that when i get home like it's really fucking hard for me to focus on shit yeah um, your brain is just fried isn't having, it yeah while the problems i'm having you know this past week is that outside of the podcast i've got a shit ton of stuff going on all at once um hence why you know in a bit of a rush to to finish shit off and um why i was late and then coming in straight and straight in recording you know straight away as soon as i get in from work but you know, swing some roundabouts. I only do um, part-time and that's one of the cool things about admin jobs is that there are a lot of part-time admin jobs about are, and they're yeah. in sociable hours. It's not going to fuck up your weekend. Yes, you know what I
1: mean? that is so true. We haven't even talked about that. So You're important so right. for,
0: for me being in a band and I wish I'd known that. I wish I'd... Well, I, I should have known it really. I wasn't an idiot when I was a teenager. But you know... I was working in pubs and things so it screws up your weekend which for me is important time for gigs you know yeah. so I should have been just doing an and job the whole time because you know five o'clock on a Friday or if I'm doing part-time you know finish on a Tuesday or finish at it- you know, earlier on the day. If you have the right admin job, you can find those part-time jobs that just suit your own life better. And really, your job should serve your life. You yeah. shouldn't serve your job.
1: I are. Oh, that's a beautiful phrase. I feel that way about my teaching job. You can make... I, I love working Boom. for this company. I love working with kids. But um, I have to make it work for me. And I actually recently turned down an extra weekly booking because i'm like i can't be doing this too many days a week because then when when do i get to do the stuff that's for me acting yeah it's not just the acting it's the dance classes it's the singing classes it's what if an audition comes up it's it's reading it's you know it's time for the bits that you love so i could not do admin full-time though because i am a restless puppy that needs to move and walk and play and chat and like I've had it again that marketing job I loved it but I did it nine to six all summer and I was like shaking in my chair I like I worked out what time of day people liked having tea so I could offer before they did it themselves because they would never be like Mm. intern make the tea but I'd be like do you know what who wants a cupper at like the i'd know i'd know exactly when to do it because it meant i could get up
0: 14 minutes past (laughs) it meant
1: i could get up for five minutes and go get the tea Uh, which led me on to the final thing i wanted to mention what's the biscuit situation like when you've worked in admin because it's very important
0: yeah, I, well, well, my biscuit situation, yeah, was only ever during a pandemic. So I wasn't allowed to share anything. What a shame that I couldn't share my hobnobs. So <laughs> I would just go to the shop <laughs> just and buy a them shit yourself. ton of chocolate hobnobs. Oh, tea and the chocolate hobnobs, chocolate hobnobs delicious. The yeah, tea and great.
1: biscuit situation is so important. We haven't even talked about the wanker that, like, heats up fish in the microwave. Fuck you. fuck? Have you never had what you, a you, cock. You've not been in offices that much. You've done admin, but you've not been in the office.
0: Well, I've been in the office, but I've been the only one yeah. in the
1: office. Whereas like office culture can really get on my nerves. I've like I've had it where, uh, I, I took I overtook someone's desk and it was disgusting. Like like food in the drawers, disgusting. Like I've uh, yeah, the actual sometimes the actual office culture itself the food people heat up people not leaving their desks i don't know there is something that can get very depressing what i feel like i haven't really made guy... a point there you can cut that if you want that felt a bit pointless
0: no 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 no. no. I, it, eating habits i worked with a guy um I'm not gonna say his name but he was quite senior to me who i found out was not cooking at all in his life okay and right. he'd had a really interesting life but i was like. Why aren't you cooking at all? So he told me that when he goes home, he will get a fucking massive pan, like a yeah. not not like like a two handed pan, you know, yeah, a yeah. big fucking pan, like a casserole and he'd get dish, like but not I four sets know. of super noodles, boiling water, and that's just what he'd eat in the evening. And I was just like, what the fuck is that?
1: I had a housemate at uni and watching her prepare food, because I'm not calling it cooking, watching her prepare food stressed me the fuck out. And actually towards the end of our first year, I even said, I was like, babe, can I show you how to make a pasta sauce, please? Because everything was in Edi- a packet. Anything. Just eat like, anything. I was like, literally, babe, even if you just buy mixed herbs. And I, m- bless exactly. her, I made like just a tomato and garlic pasta sauce with her. And she ate it and she went, oh my God, it tastes like actual food. I was like, oh dude, you're killing me here. <laughs> Do
0: you know what was dangerous about my last job? Mm. It was a hundred yards from a McDonald's and I was no. unhappy the whole time. So I was just like sad eating.
1: and mcdonald's is great for sad eating
0: (laughs) yeah like like next to a hospital as well so i'm leaving (laughs) a hospital and coming back with a mcdonald's bag and what when there were the times because there was a few times when like loads of people were in like the first three months that i was there loads of people were in i didn't actually didn't do any binge eating over then any any junk food over there i mean but um there were times when people would come back towards like later on in the pandemic when we'd worked out more rules for safety and you know certain people who didn't have you know health compromises but that became a mcdonald's run like maybe once a week which is not good for you but like it was just a thing and where i currently work there's like three chinese takeaways an indian restaurant a kfc no um, and two supermarkets and i uh, today was the first day i had any junk food so i'm proud of myself dude the amount of money
1: that you can burn working office yes. work like you get a coffee in the morning or i've done it where i've made a pat lunch and i'll eat it at 12 but by like two i'm fucking hungry again like yeah, of course. it's it's ins- it happens all the time yeah because oh it, yeah the amount of money i could spend without even thinking when i'm like at an office all day is absolutely ridiculous oh my God. yeah
0: i i've spent so much money i, I really didn't want to spend on P- food that wasn't even that nice like, sometimes yeah exactly and like like you you know me, like I have problems with sleep and like I'm a night owl anyway, and like I have I have issues with sleep and you I find mornings fucking hard. Mm. Like like the willpower to fucking get up. I'm one of those people who sets like twenty alarms like every single morning because I just can't fucking wow. be awake on one alarm. Sharing a bed with you must be so fun. But, yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, uh my girlfriend wakes up five o'clock every morning because she's a teacher and walks the dog. And that's in- insane to me, but it means like nine o'clock, she's just out. So, um, we have completely the opposite sleep schedules, like, cause we- we've been long distance for the whole time of COVID and
1: never see each other. And,
0: <laughs> and yeah, we've not seen each other much and we've been together almost two years. That's, that's the nature of it. But like, we talk so much, um, like every single day. And uh, we, like, hoard the time that we can actually have together. Um, But there was loads of periods during the long-distance period that I was going to bed when she was waking up because I can't fucking sleep so much. And so it means the packed lunches are a thing that I just fucking forget about because my my brain's just like, I have to go, I have to fucking go in the morning for because I can't fucking get awake. And so, like, I just charge in and I've always, like not got the packed lunch that i got the night before anyway so yeah it, it just doesn't fucking happen to you and i'm not spending way too much money on lunch it's just and the packed thing. lunches
1: get so depressing like how many tuna sandwiches can you fucking eat oh my god but like yeah
0: please write in how many tuna sandwiches <laughs> can you fucking eat
1: i was i was considering sending out like a uh, tell us your funny stories from work in admin but then didn't in time i'm sorry
0: <laughs> i think that's all right that's all right. I think we're um I think, I think we're we've we're done admin a bit. We could up. do more at some point, but you know. Yeah. Um I, I wanted to do a couple of shout outs actually if that's go right.
1: for it, yeah.
0: Um and then not shout-outs it sounds silly, but it's not shout-out to bands. It's shout out to listeners who've got in touch with me. And it's people I know. Because it turns out quite a lot of people um I know um have been listening to the podcast way more and like send yeah. me regular messages about it. So first off uh, I want to shout out to Barney, who we have mentioned loads of times. Barney reached
1: out to me. Did I ever tell you? Oh, did. He. Yeah. Barney he and I have spoken. As fuck. When he, he thinks you're
0: really funny. He
1: he followed me on Instagram and I fangirled. I was like, "You're the bearded bass player from Buckinghamshire." <laughs> he yes. was Like I
0: am. Barney Booth. The bearded Barney bass Booth. player Booth. from Buckinghamshire.
1: Yeah. Big up, Barney Booth. Ah, oh, legend. Uh, ba-
0: Barney, tell you what, Barney. Um, he's had some stuff go on. And he was worried about it. But now it's gone really great. So big up to you, Barney. Fight the fight, um, man. Much love. Um, Fight the good fight, my brother. Um, he messaged me on you. my birthday as well. Um, yeah,
1: I'm a fan. I oh, love Barney. Did, did
0: he do the backwards happy he birthday? That's the thing. Yep, yep, yep. Fucking Barney. Love Barney. He's a fucking legend. Anyway, Barney, you're listening. We think you're the best. Um, My mate Rob, who I've mentioned once or twice on the podcast ages ago who fucking helped us out when we had to fire our first drummer so rob ah. listens to the podcast um rob uh you have been very much an inspiration to us in fact uh rob and barney i want both of you on this podcast at some point maybe together i don't know if you've met oh, you let's do it together that'd be really funny should we just fucking do it yeah. you two can meet for the first time because rob's rob's a great drummer he's debt loads he's one of those people who's like um you know Rob, I need you to do this gig. And then he just learns all the songs and fucking does it. And he did that loads with uh, Hell's Gazelles. So, uh, Rob, love you to pieces. Shout out, finally, to my old workmate um, from when I was working in a cafe in Tame called Treacle's Tea Room. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Louise. Louise is based mum, um, is what we called her, me and my mate Jake, um, because she's so based in reality and cool as shit um, and an awesome mum, to her kids, um, and personally, I believe that um, mums make the world go round. So Louise, we think you're cool as shit, uh, don't we, Amber?
1: We do, yes.
0: Yeah, and Louise is cool as fuck. Like she, she, she has great taste in music and clearly great taste in podcasts i'll do i'll um, do one as well
1: then so this week i did an intensive stage com intensive stage combat course uh had a great time uh thank you to Bethan, who was my teacher and the company uh called rc annie it was sick we had a great time and then also when this episode comes out um will be a few days before four sisters opens at the hope theater. So, boom. If you're around, come have a watch. We'd love the support. Come say hello. Tell me you found us through the podcast. i would be over the moon. And I think that's it. Lush.
0: I think that's it. I, there's one more thing that Go. I just realized when you talked about release dates. Um when this is released, it's going to be the day before me and the guys finally get in the fucking rehearsal studio together. So, basically me and nath have been making music like as much as we possibly can at the weekends when he's available because he, he works fucking 6 days a week and he's exhausted. Um Bless him. but um and and Luke's got a really busy Luke's same 6 days a week um working really hard and we not for one thing we've been really tight on the rules with each other. Mm-hmm. Um No you have so, you have. Yeah, so um, I've not seen Nath anything much as like as I, much as I would have liked to have done, but we're finally getting back playing together in the same room on Friday, um, next Friday, uh, which is when this episode comes out. So tomorrow, if you're listening, um, and I'm fucking excited about that. Yeah, I'm just fucking excited about it. I haven't fucking done it since December twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. That's the last time that happened. I'm so fucking excited, dude. So, um, the other day. That's happening.
1: I actually saw some theatre for the first time since before the pandemic because all my tickets kept getting delayed and put off and my friend Eliza who I've mentioned a few times as well she had the main part she was playing Rosalind in As You Like It and I went and saw her and that was great well done babe you're a legend well done humans we have great friends anyway yeah we
0: do we've been trying to wrap up for like five minutes I do (laughs) apologise we're like mums at the playground
1: like oh by the way (laughs) how is your Derek?
0: (laughs) so um do you know a Derek? I don't know, Derek.
1: I don't know. Anyway.
0: Well, Derek, if you're out there listening, please give us a message at riffsandscripts at gmail.com or you can follow us at riffsandscriptspod pod on Instagram or on the Facebook at just look up riffsandscripts with it It's very wither. It's guys. really quite just easy. Please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, even if you're um, a cunt complaining about how I keep talking shit about drummers or something.
1: And as always, hi, Dave. Bye, guys. Bye, Dave.
0: (laughs) We love you, Dave.
1: Speak to you soon, guys.
0: (laughs) Bye.